This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Tuesday the 16th of March. In your Squeeze today, calls for change in marches around the country. Germany, France and Italy temporarily suspend the AstraZeneca vaccine rollout. Celebrating Sam Kerr. And get your Grammys on. This is your Squeeze today. Brittany Higgins, the former Liberal staffer who some weeks ago spoke publicly to claim she was sexually assaulted within the halls of Parliament House, was one of a number of speakers at the March for Justice rally held in Canberra yesterday. Claire, it was one of many rallies held around the country. She really took the spotlight yesterday, Brittany Higgins, and what she called for was an end to harassment and violence, particularly in the workplace. She said what she hoped for was meaningful reform to workplace culture inside Parliament House and hopefully in every workplace. That really seemed to be one of the takeouts of yesterday where women said enough was enough. A petition was handed to our parliamentarians with 90,000 signatures calling for change. Yesterday, we mentioned that after indicating he wouldn't attend the demonstration in Canberra, Prime Minister Scott Morrison had invited organisers of the rally to meet with him in his office. That offer, however, Claire, was declined. It was. And what organisers said is that too many of these conversations are had behind closed doors. And that is part of the problem. What they wanted was Scott Morrison and Maurice Payne, the women's minister to come to the front and to speak to the crowd. That didn't happen. What Scott Morrison said was that the safety and advancement of women was, though, a common cause. Maurice Payne also said that every representative of the parliament needed to own the failings that have led to these demands for change. Labor leader Anthony Albanese, for his part, who was also dealing with claims from female Labor staffers that they've been mistreated, uh, said that Australians are crying out for leadership and that hasn't come from the Prime Minister. At the same time that this was all going on, Attorney General Christian Porter launched defamation proceedings against the ABC and specifically journalist Louise Milligan. Yeah, his lawyers say that he will deny the historical rape allegation that's been made against him under oath in that proceeding if it makes it to court. It's going to be an ongoing thing. He also announced yesterday he would be back to work on the 31st of March. Germany, France and Italy, Claire, overnight have all suspended the rollout of the AstraZeneca vaccine. The move is temporary whilst they try to determine if there is a link between the vaccine and blood clots. Yeah, very temporary. In France's case, it's just for 24 hours. What they want to do is just have time to have a look at claims that blood clots are coming from that AstraZeneca vaccine. Uh, Putting it in context, we're only talking about a small number of cases, about 17 million people in the European Union and the United Kingdom have received a dose of the AstraZeneca vaccine and there's 37 cases of blood clots that have been reported, what some experts say is that's in line with what's typically reported by the general population. But experts say that it's really good to look at these things, that people shouldn't be alarmed. It's a new vaccine against a new virus. And these things need to be looked at when they come up. The AstraZeneca vaccine is one of those that's been administered here in Australia. On the weekend, our Chief Medical Officer, Professor Paul Kelly, said that it's effective, it's safe and it's high quality. 
Still on international news and security forces in Myanmar have fired on pro-democracy demonstrators yesterday, adding to the mounting death toll there. Now martial law has been declared in parts of the country, Claire, which basically means all other law is superseded and it allows the military total authority over a specified area, the implications of which are often escalating violence. This move from the military reportedly comes after a number of Chinese-owned factories were set alight. Yeah, and China is a target in this for protesters because China has failed to condemn the military coup and in some parts is supporting the military regime. We're particularly looking at Yangon. There have been some really violent scenes there. Uh, What we found out yesterday was that Sunday was the deadliest day so far since that coup on the 1st of February. 38 demonstrators were killed across Myanmar. Also reports that uh, police and other authorities were targeted and killed. As for ousted leader Aung San Suu Kyi, she was due to appear in court yesterday, but mobile data networks across Myanmar were down, so given it was due to be conducted by video, that was made impossible. It's been rescheduled to the 24th of March. Pope Francis had given reason for those in the Catholic LGBT community that he might move to change the church's rules preventing same-sex unions, but a statement overnight from the Vatican Clare has put an end to that hope. What that statement says is that the Catholic Church will not bless same-sex unions. It referred to the unions as a choice and a sin. So that means that really it's the definitive word, certainly for the coming period, about the Church's attitude to same-sex marriage. As you say, there was hope from the gay and lesbian community that the Pope was potentially going to bend on that, as he had said previously, that perhaps civil unions should be allowed between gay and lesbian Catholics but this puts an end to that. It was only a few months after his election in 2013 when he famously said, who am I to judge when asked about priests who might be gay? bit of sport now because you can't go past it. Sam Kerr, she's one of Australia's greatest athletes. She's the captain of our Aussie women's soccer team, the Matildas. She's the leading all-time goal scorer in the W League and now she's just gone and proved how good she is all over again. And there were critics of Sam Kerr in her uh, big debut with Chelsea which happened about 18 months ago about whether she was as good as all the hype but to score three goals uh, in a final is just quite extraordinary. Uh, She was quick out of the gate, scoring in the first 90 seconds uh, and then again in the first half and in the first bit of the second half, threw in a backflip there for good measure because that's what she's known for. Uh, And she said that's what she came there for, was to score goals and do well. First hat-trick ever in a final of that competition. She was taken off the field too after an hour, so imagine what she could have done if she stayed on. (laughs) As we talked about yesterday, the Grammys were on. Looking across the headlines, Claire, it's all about Beyonce. All about Queen Bee, and she really did earn that title yesterday. She became the most awarded singer in Grammys history. Uh, She has now 28 Grammy trophies. That's a pretty big trophy room that she has with that and everything else, uh, including a nod for her nine-year-old daughter. She had a writing um, title on one of the songs that did well, so she's starting young. Yep, she's a Grammy winner. Other winners were Taylor Swift, who became the first woman to win album 
of the year three times. Billie Eilish also, who took home record of the year for everything I wanted. There was a red carpet. A link to check it out is in your episode notes. Oscar nominations are out also, Claire. Yeah, that happened overnight. It's about Mank. Uh, It's a Netflix movie. It received 10 nods, including a Best Actor chance for Gary Oldman. He's up against Chadwick Boseman. Uh, He, of course, died about six months ago for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. That also received quite a few nods. On the actress side, we're looking at Kerry Mulligan for Promising Young Woman and Frances McDormand for Nomadland. Lots of movies to add to the list. That's all from us today. Enjoy your Tuesday. Thanks, as always, for tuning in to the Squeeze Today podcast. And we'll be back tomorrow. Message now from our podcast partner, Sunbeam. With so many unhealthy snacks on offer, it can be hard to find something to keep your kids satisfied and happy. Sunbeam's dried fruit and cheese chilled snacks contain only real fruit and real cheese with no artificial colours or flavours. And they're a great source of calcium. It's a snack you can feel good about giving them while you're on the go. Pick up a pack today in the dairy fridge at your local Woolworths, Coles or independent retailer.